the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Stock Talk with Rob Black. It's a trap! Good day and welcome in. Rob Black, talking stock talk. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Money investing and more. Always, always open up to your phone calls, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Got a big event coming up in San Rafael, September 9th. That's this weekend, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar. I'm going to go over some stocks that I like. Having just done stock talk with you, I'll have some fresh ones in my mind. Passive versus active portfolio management, income and retirement, social security issues. I'm looking forward to you that social security check, but not as much as my parents did because it was much more then. But anyway, that's going to be at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael from 10 to noon, September 9th, Saturday. Sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. And, uh... See there. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's RADIO25 to get in for free. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, One of the stocks that I've been paying a lot of attention to, or I guess one of the stocks that we should talk a lot about, is Apple. Obviously, once a year, they have the unveiling of the new phone. And this year, it's going to be in their brand new spanking headquarters. And I think that's kind of interesting for a lot of people. Um, It's a big reveal. Uh, To give you an idea how big of a reveal it is, not just on the phone this year, but also on their new headquarters. Um, We're going to see a whole bunch of products. We're going to see a new watch. We're going to see the HomePod speaker. We're going to see a new um, Mac Mini, I think. Uh, that's what the rumors are supporting at this point in time. But we're also going to see a new phone or two or three. But when you enter the new venue, it sits underneath a silver disc which supports glass panels, which make it seem to float 20 feet above the surrounding clearing. The auditorium itself underground uh, occupies about four underground stories. It's quite impressive. I can't wait to see it. Um, journalists will come down a staircase spiraling down alongside the walls. It has a two custom-made rotating elevators, which turn as they ascend and descend so the passengers enter and exit by the same door, even as they go in and out from different locations. It's going to be quite a show-off, floating saucer kind of demonstration. Ooh! Uh, kind of an event. Apple Park uh, is intended as founder Steve Jobs' final legacy, and it's opening a decade after the first iPhone comes at a juncture when Apple seems to be slowly pivoting towards its next act, augmented reality. Now, Apple's new headquarters has nine entrances, but they're adamant that it's going to be a pod-like world where people are going to socialize in groups. 
A lot of people don't like that. A lot of people want their own desk with their own set of walls, and they don't want to sit in a group with each other. The site's budget, $5 billion, to build a new building is equal to 8 million iPhones. Uh, The price of high-end iPhones are going to be the focus on the event on Tuesday. Apple tends to boost the cost of the most expensive model by about $50 every three years. The last time they did it was back in 2014 when the most expensive phone right now is 969 so there's a chance it could be north of $1,000. That's got a lot of people really thinking about this. Apple is making sure that it rings every possible dollar from each handset at this point in time, so we're going to see everything that they do. I think it's going to be fun to watch. With that said, Wall Street and Stock Talk is famous for teaching us lessons. And the lesson here could be buy the rumor, sell the news. We've heard that this new campus is going to be state-of-the-art, but for how long? We also saw companies like Nokia back in their golden day, back when they were dominating Motorola in the cell phone market. I know you're saying, whoa. Back in the ADD, analog digital world, when you would make a phone call and you would stop and talk and stop and listen and stop and talk. Um, Nokia built a huge headquarters that to this day is just, it looks like Rome. Um, Just throwing it out there at you. It looks kind of like Rome. Anyhow, buildings are fun. So Apple, further in the news, has a big event coming on September 12th. And there is a leak of an image of what claims to be product packaging for Apple's next iPhone. But this is a leak. We don't know. It shows the box for the new iPhone, and it finally has a name according to said leak, iPhone X. On the side of the box is the label iPhone X. Um, but the photograph of the image itself has a glass screen, almost entirely the surface uh, of the whole device. With less than a week to go, there's a lot of confusion about what the name's going to be. There's a lot of confusion about some of the details. So it is coming out slowly, and again, still no one ultimately believes it, which I find interesting. Elsewhere in the world of news today, Hertz is a big car rental company, right? Avis and Hertz Global, they've jumped about um, 5 to 7%. So Avis Budget Group, ticker symbol CAR, car, that's cute. And Hertz Global Holdings has jumped as well after Goldman Sachs upgraded the rental car sector to neutral from cautious. What do we know about the rental car segment? What's going on? I'll give you a second to figure this out. We know that um, peer-to-peer, not peer-to-peer, but you know, uh, car scenarios of Lyft and Uber are hurting Avis and Hertz. People get off airplanes now and they just walk to the curb and get a car picking them up. So will Avis and Hertz eventually go that direction? Will they get to the point of making it convenient for us to use a car? Will they go automatic autonomous cars? I don't know. I don't know. Um, But it's out there. RH soared 37% today, beating earnings forecast and raising its guidance. You don't usually see companies beat and the stock move 37%. That is substantial. I'd like to hear why. In large part, was it a turnaround that finally turned? Was it margin improvement? Was it an acquisition that got digested? 
There's a story there, and I'd like to know what it is. Barnes & Noble is in the news today. They reported a larger-than-expected loss, and I asked the question, take yourself a BKS, are they still in business? Um, of course they are, but with that said, I kind of I feel a little out of touch. I don't know about you, but I feel a little bit out of touch with where it is at this point in time. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I want to talk a little PayPal as the show goes on. In large part, I'm always looking for the transaction financial type of company, whether it be MasterCard or Visa, two of my favorite long-term hold kind of companies. Uh, PayPal's in the news, and I want to talk a little bit about it, and uh, we'll talk about that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar. I'm going to be talking stocks there, Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. It's in the Marin 2 room. Registration's 25 bucks, but it's free if you use the code RADIO25 for radio listeners and podcast listeners. San Rafael, 10 to noon this Saturday. Um, choosing the right accounts to draw from, minimizing taxes, measuring risk, um, how to avoid... Uh, running out of money before you die. You're going to learn a lot if you come to the event this weekend, 10 to noon, at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. Code is RADIO25 to get in for free at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or kdow.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Stock Talk with Rob Black. Black. Whoa. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Dave and Buster's in the news. You can go to a restaurant that has tons of video games. Super fun. I I remember doing it when I was younger. And get in a little bit on the drinky, drinky side. And being with a girlfriend and going, okay, we got 40 bucks or 50 bucks. Whatever we had to spend, I don't know. I was on a budget, right? When you're younger, you're on a budget. Now you're just like, just charge it. I'll drink myself into a frenzy later and like forget all about it. And I won't realize it until the credit card comes in a month. But Dave and Buster's ticker symbol play <clears throat> trimmed its full year same store sales estimates after falling short of expectations. Dave & Buster's sells cheap food and beer. So the food that you get, you're like, eh, it kind of looks like chicken. It's, it's fine, but it's on the lower end of the quality spectrum, in my opinion. Um, it's so funny. The way I've approached food is I've gotten older. Like every 10 years, you get maybe a little bit wiser. And now I'm just looking for the cleanest evil possible, <laughs> which basically means like, you go into a restaurant and its name is something like Sharky's or TGIF or David Buster's, you're just looking for what's not going to damage my liver? What's going to stop my liver from screaming at me? And maybe it's like chicken wings. Like, oh, okay, those chicken wings don't look like they're from this planet, but they look Get better in than the, belly! the ribs with the slather sauce. And you know, what's slather sauce? But David Buster's in the news. They trimmed their full-year same-store sales estimates after falling short of expectations in the second quarter. Um, 
sending the shares down hard yesterday. What I really want you to know about Dave & Buster's is that it's expensive as all heck to run that restaurant, and you have to compare them to other restaurants. Dave & Buster's has massive video games. If they have massive video games so you can go and play, with a ticker symbol of Dave & Buster's is play, what's going to happen? They're going to have problems with margins because those video games have to be maintained, and people get drunk and they hit them. People get drunk and they spill beer on them. People, kids, you know, shake them, trying to get something out of them. Um, <clears throat> and then on top of it, not only are the video games big, but they take up a huge amount of space. Now, you may like the stock and you may like the trend, but the trend will eventually end and it'll be, it's like every other restaurant. We as a nation tend to go to restaurants until we get bad service, or we as a nation tend to go to a restaurant until we get, like, some sort of bad experience. And then we go... I'm paying $15 for a chicken burger. Screw that. I'll make it at home. If they're going to put hair in my food, screw that. Hmm. Okay, you're kind of with me, I think. Um, so you have to compare Dave & Buster's to other companies that don't have to have... Oh, and by the way, because they have the video games and the food, they have to have this massive footprint. It's a huge store. And it's one of the things that you can look at, like, the difference between Amazon and Best Buy, why Amazon has won so aggressively in the stock market, is they don't have a lot of stores. They don't have rent to pay. A lot of times their employees turn out to be robots where you're like, hey, um, dude, dude, quit walking away from me. Dude, I want to ask about this phone. I could be your experience sometimes at Best Buy, right? So... Amazon doesn't have that. So the physical store is something you have to think about down the road. When Best Buy first came out, I was like, awesome. It was kind of like a glorified football field of Radio Shack, but with stuff you really need and not cables that you don't need. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm not loving uh, Radio Shack. So I compare Dave & Buster's to let's go out and get a beer and eat food, whether it be good or bad food. So I compare them with Buffalo Wild Wings. I compare them with Wingstop. I compare them with Darden Restaurants. Um, I'm not saying you can't make money off of it. I'm saying that it is very, very difficult to make money in the long term, but in the short term, you can play the trend. And one company that looked like it was a long-term play that turned in not to be a Chipotle, Mexican Grill, CMG. Uh, they still could do it because they don't have the big footprint. They don't have the massive size building. Which, for the record, Buffalo Wild Wings does as well. A lot of Darden restaurants have a lot of physical locations. What we're learning is uh, millennials, they don't like to go out. They don't even have cars at times in big cities. They like Amazon to bring them stuff. They like the food uh, DoorDash to bring the Grubhub. Come to me. Come to me, Papa. Mm, I don't even know what that means, but it sounds creepy. So that's the millennials in the world. So... I look at it at Buffalo, Dave and & Buster's and Buffalo Wild Wings, and again, when chicken prices drop aggressively, and that may be the highest price of their business, or food costs drop, that may be your buying opportunity, because that's when margins can improve. Then I go, this is a trade. This is meant to be a trade, and I'm out of here. Now, on occasion, Dave & Buster's will do things like they bought you know, Star Trek game. They bought the life-size version of Rock'em Sock'em Robots. They began offering power tap radio frequency ID bracelets and other devices to activate games, uh, which is kind of a neat thing. And it's more efficient than using coins and tokens and such. Uh, but with that out there, 
Don't get too excited. In my opinion, consult a broker eyes for taking action on any stocks mentioned during this show. Um, we're talking stocks, talking investing. I want to talk a little bit about PayPal, but I'm going to probably save it for the next break so I can get a little bit more time in. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. GoPro has a very nice announcement. What do you want to tell us, GoPro? GoPro wants to tell us that their quarter is going to be better than expected. And on an adjusted basis, they're going to be profitable. Okay, now, the adjusted basis pisses me off a little bit because most people don't know what that means. They go, oh, they're profitable. Um... Adjusted is generally accounted, accepted principles. That's part of it. But there's also EBITDA, earnings before interest, um, uh, EBITDA, uh, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Wow, brain dead there. So GoPro's got a new product out, the Hero 6 coming, and the Fusion 360 action cameras. And they said that they expect to be profitable on an adjusted basis in their quarter. That sends their shares up 17%. Um, they had some missteps with the Karma drone, which I think fell from the sky after it went up in the sky. Not a good thing for a drone to do, typically. But they got the body-mounted point-of-view cameras that have won a huge following amongst action junkies. Uh, they tried to say, we, we're going to have a, a channel where people can watch our amazing videos, and that's not going as well as they want to. Big event coming up this weekend. I'd love to see you there. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar for radio listeners. Until I'm done with radio, you're going to get in for free using the code RADIO25. It's RADIO25. Registration is $25. It's the Four Points by Sheraton in San Rafael, 10 to noon, September 9th. That's this Saturday. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. What is this? Stock Talk with Rob Black. Black. AMD is the news of the stock market. Keep in mind, you can meet me, CFP Chad Burton, State Planning Attorney Michelle Larman. This weekend, Saturday, we're going to be at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael from 10 to noon. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show retirement planning is more complicated than ever. I'm going to go over some stocks that I'm recently picking up and letting go, choosing the right accounts to draw from, Social Security, good and bad retirement products. CFP Chad Burton will guide us towards income strategies, which is, to me, the most fascinating part of retiring, Uh, having enough money to live off till the day we die. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Don't forget to use the code RADIO25 to get in for free, and I will see you there. Um, AMD is gaining ground on Intel faster than analysts ever thought. I find that interesting because Intel at one point in time kind of played the dominance of the CPU market to their favor as much as they could. Do you remember that little chime that they did back in the 90s? Intel, here we go. Uh, During the commercials in Intel Inside, if you bought a Dell or if you bought a Compaq or if you bought a Gateway computer, long live the Gateway Cowbox. To Gateway Cowbox, we toast you. And you buy it. Thank you, Gateway Cow. Um, You knew you had to have an Intel Pentium processor or... 
an 8086, a 386, a 486, a Pentium 1, a Pentium 2, a Pentium 3, a Pentium 4. Um, now I don't even know what the hell's going on as far as the roadmap of Intel. I used to care about that kind of stuff. Now I'm just like, give me the newest one at a kombucha. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am officially, officially jumped the shark. I am now a hipster. I have drinking kombucha. That's right, Jack. I'm drunk. I am all that in a bucket of chicken. It relaxes me. It calms me. Hello, my chicken friend. But, oh, you don't say. You think you think AMD's new Ryzen processor for consumers' PC is gaining ground on Intel? It's doing well in Europe, you say, in Germany? Thank you, chicken. It's not that I don't trust you, chicken, but it is kind of your name, chicken. Let me ask horse. Horse, what do you say? <laughs> Intel or AMD? Horse says Intel. Intel processors represent 72.4% total unit sales. Now, a lot like um, anything that's dominant, it gives the opportunity to for the little guy to move a little to move the needle. When AMD sales rose every month, um, month over month since July, it's hit 48.7% this year of market share. And in August, it's up to 56.1%, overtaking Intel for the first time in nearly a decade. So Intel processors in March represented 72.4% of unit sales. Now, Ryzen launched on March 2nd, and it takes about a month to ramp up. But then they captured 27% of the market share and 48% of the market share, and now 56.1% of the market share. So pay attention to AMD. Let's ask one more. One more farm animal. And this one's a weird farm animal. It's the dolphin. Dolphin, AMD, or Intel? AMD? You like the market share gains, do you? Intel fell down a whale and you a whale a well and we need to go save Intel. I'll follow you, Flipper. Wait, let me get my boat. I was hoping it was a little faster of a boat, but that'll do. It's the SS Minnow. Anyway, diving down into the breakdown of sales data shows that AMD has a diverse processor lineup that has a lot of popular items. The highest selling unit is two hundred twenty-two bucks. That's $222. That's crazy. It's cheap. Um, Consumer Ryzen processors haven't exceeded the sales of the Core i7 or Core i5 product, but they're catching up. And the only question is if Intel's upcoming Coffee Lake processor refresh, which brings higher core counts and better performance for enthusiasts, can counter the momentum that AMD has been building since March. So we still are getting just massive, massive um, computer improvements. Um, my MacBook Pro, not bragging, but it boots up in about two seconds. Boots up and is ready to go. I know you're saying you are a hipster. You drink kombucha and have a MacBook Pro. I'm very important. Yes, I am. And I drink a drink that artificially looks scotch. like scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is scotch. It's not the real scotch. Here it goes down. It's not the real scotch because I can't endorse that. Mm-hmm. Scotch does evil to the body. Makes me want to. Dig over the world. So anyway, um, AMD catching up, and it's worthy of note. 
I think you could do some fun stuff, like some odd research on occasion if you really want to. Go to newegg.com, newegg.com, and you could punch in AMD and Intel and just look at how the two uh, the two threads tied towards the feedback. Um, you know, Newegg and Amazon uh, show a dramatic trend as far as the data goes and as far as the information goes. The Threadripper of AMD is is better than the core i9 family in North America, giving AMD the edge in the high-margin segment right now. Again, not a lot of margins. And this is so unsexy of me. I'm talking Ray-Bans at this point in time. I'm talking Miami Vice. I'm talking 5 o'clock shadows and white jackets. White cloth jackets as a style statement. We're talking CPUs, not GPUs. That's all that, right? CPU or core process? Oh, no. The central brain of the computer? No. We want graphic processors that can do the server farms super fast. Walmart recently made a deal with NVIDIA. Giving Walmart maybe a, a diversified stream, trying to compete with AWS, AWS, Amazon Web Services, and um, Microsoft are going to have about 90% of the cloud services in the future as the miniature cloud players are consolidating pretty fast. So I'd rather be talking GPUs where you're talking about cloud services or where you're talking about server, you know, artificial intelligence, where you're talking about cars, their ability to see things on the road. But short term, do not be surprised if AMD has a surprise up their sleeve. But do you trust it? Well, it comes back down to our farm animals, whether it be a dolphin, whether it be, uh, thank, thank you, dolphin, thank you, whether it be our, our monkey, uh, our stock monkey has an opinion as well, and um, not as widely known as the other opinions, but we have the farm animals, so <laughs> that's um, a, a catchphrase that I'm not very comfortable with. Hello, cow. And chicken, back in the coop for you. Thank you, farm. This is disturbing me. Thank you, guys. Thank you for helping me on my segment on AMD versus Intel. So I want to talk about PayPal ever so quickly, because this is Stock Talk with Rob Black, 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 Black. PayPal, take a symbol, PYPL. Um, is a company that I'm following. Yesterday, an analyst reiterated an outperform on the name, raised price target to 66 bucks from $61. Jeffries told investors not to worry about the company's reliance on eBay, which is its former parent. Um, I like PayPal. Um, it's fully priced. It's not cheap. It's got a high PE. So you're looking for those days where it gets disconnected from the market and gets kicked in the face, which I've been kicked in the face once before. I know you're saying, how did that happen? Did you kick yourself accidentally with your own foot in the face? No. No, of course not. Um, but Jeffries calls it a $70 stock, and it's right around 60 right now. And people are negative. Bears, they cite PayPal's eBay relationship as a risk factor. Um, there was an unexpected renegotiation in 2020 for of a 2015 contract for 2020. Um which you know, PayPal was spun out of eBay. The two continue to remain reliant on one another. As PayPal handles about 73% of eBay's transactions, and eBay is about 14% of PayPal's total volume. I think PayPal is an acquisition target down the road. And when I look at it, there's players like Google, 
great googly moogly that I think would be an interesting acquire. Maybe it's too big. Maybe an Apple who has more money than the pontiff. No, the pontiff probably has more money than uh, PayPal or Apple. Hello, I come to tax you. Which would you rather have, cake or death? So we PayPal has market. Who say? Me. Me. So PayPal has a valuation that is pricey. It's not a cheap company. It's a seventy-four billion dollar company. But how long can they keep that momentum as an independent financial company? And it's a company that I'm paying attention to. I look for pullbacks on PayPal. I'm not sure what you look for. The company has publicly begun to posture ahead of the 2020 agreement expiration. Is there a doomsday scenario in one in which eBay dumps PayPal? Highly unlikely, given that PayPal has deep historical penetration with a lot of sellers on eBay. eBay is going to try to get a bigger slice of the pie going down the road from every transaction. Uh, it's all about the negotiations. I like Visa. I like MasterCard. I'm interested in First Data, ticker symbol FDC, and Cognizant, CTSH. They're all payment stocks that have all done very well this year, including PayPal, which is up over 50%. Big event coming up this Saturday in Marin. You can sign up for it at Rob Black's show. It's 10 to noon this Saturday. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Talk with Rob Black. Black. Really? I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Donald Trump in the news of the stock market. He's very famous for building that wall. Worthy of note that, well, I'm not even going to try to attempt humor, but it was one of those real-life moments that had a lot of humor in it that was kind of sad all at the same time which I guess is the sad clown being funny, but I'll save that for another day. But Trump has pushed Mexico into the arms of China's Alibaba. Mexico is tapping Alibaba to help the country boost its trade ties with China. So as Trump plays a game with NAFTA and Canada and Mexico, um, other countries are going to go other directions. So the deal with Mexico and Alibaba comes as Pina Nieto, closes a trip to China on trade and investment and is part of efforts to open new opportunities for Mexico. President Donald Trump has threatened to kill the $1.2 trillion NAFTA North American Free Trade Agreement, the foundation of trade for the United States, Canada, and Mexico. But Mexico's Minister of Economy and Alibaba are going to partner to get more Mexican products onto the tech firm's popular e-commerce platforms. The move aims to help Mexico's small and mid-sized enterprises expand internationally and in China, the world's largest consumer market. The deal comes as Pina Nieto closes that trip in China and as Donald Trump is in the news talking threatening NAFTA. This could be a plus for Mexico and the peso. could be a plus for a Mexican ETF. So growing trade with China can offset some of Mexico's reliance on the U.S., which is evident. There's still a long way to go before replacing the U.S. as a main trade partner, and they are our friends to the south. Mexico exports to China around $7 billion a year, a far cry from the $300 billion in goods that they send across the border to the United States. Um, paying a little attention to politics is super important when you're going to be a stock talker, a stock trader, a stock investor. You can't ignore it, uh, in my opinion. Maybe you can, but I think that would be poor form for you. 
Um, talking money, investing, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We could talk about Hurricane Harvey and Irma and how that's changed the tone and the rhetoric in Washington. And you know the need for mass federal aid should blow the lid off the fiscal restraint. We're going to spend. We're going to spend like drunken sailors, spend like drunken sailors, early in the morning. The only thing I hate more, the only thing I hate more than dolphins, the only thing I hate more than dolphins is, um, I forget what I hate more than dolphins, but let's just say it's pretty high up there. That's right. So, oh, it's drunken sailors. Man, I hate drunken sailors. There's much that I hate out there. But, um, so Her- Harvey and Irma are going to shake up out the Washington agenda and basically blow the lid off. You know, let's be fiscally conserved. Let's not spend money. The need for $100 billion or more in federal aid for both hurricanes is pretty much so said, you know, let's take the, the piggy bank and crash it. And that piggy bank and that piggy bank and that piggy bank. The deficit as a percentage of GDP is going to soar to 4% or higher, well over the $600 billion in fiscal 2018. Ironically, generous aid to Texas will help residents in a state that is rethinking its rigid opposition to federal spending. There is some irony there. According to um, some of our favorite musicians, it is ironic when it rains on a wedding day. Or is that just bad luck? When you ask Alanis Morissette, she'd say it's ironic, but rain on your wedding day just sucks. And a free ride when you're ready to pay just means you're a sucker. <laughs> Take the free ride. Who is that? Who's our new friend in the studio? Is that Mr. Smoker Man? Um, a traffic jam when you're already late? Nah, it's not ironic, Alanis. It just sucks. A no smoking sign on your cigarette break? Once again, rules are meant to be broken, but it's not. It is not ironic. The meeting the man of your dreams, the meeting his beautiful wife. Well, just hang around him for a while and we'll see what happens. So, okay, I'm a little sarcastic. I'm sorry, I'm a little sarcastic. So check out Rob Black Show. There you go. That's only about two minutes late. That's only about two minutes late. Jagged Little Pill, 1995. Busted here. Winner of the MTV. Winner of the MTV Video Music Award for Best Female Video. What an album. Do you remember the day where you're like, you kind of felt a little shame being a manly, a manly man by an Alanis Morissette album? But she could rock it, could she not? Life has a funny way of sneaking up on you. That's true enough. Hurricanes don't, but yet people stay in their path. Americans are losing faith in college. Here's a good way to save $100,000. Don't send your kid to college if he's born today. Americans are losing faith in the value of a college degree with majorities of young adults, men, and rural residents saying college isn't worth the cost anymore. The findings reflect an increase in public skepticism of higher education from just four years ago and highlighting a growing divide in opinion falling along gender, education, regional, and partisan lines. I saw that some high schools in Santa Barbara now have a junior college feel to them. You apply to get into the robotics program. You apply to get into the computer coding program. You apply to get into the theater program. And you get college credits for it, which I think is super cool. Um, I still believe in college, but I don't believe in four-year colleges just to go. 
I don't know if I believe in poetry degrees. I, and I'm just being honest. I don't know if I believe in history degrees or geography degrees. Well, geography for sure. Um, I love the four-year experience idea, but it is really expensive. Big event coming up this weekend, Saturday, September 9th, 10 to noon. Four points by Sheraton and San Rafael. Income and retirement planning strategies. Sign up at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. That's RADIO25. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 